What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, Episode Seventy Seven. As always, I'm James. As always, I'm Jared, and I'm Adrian. And what are you drinking? It's is this it, is how do I how do you pronounce that? This is Yingling. Yingling flight. So it's like the it's like Yingling's version of Ultra. Okay, it's starting low, low to take carb. place of Ultra. As yeah. far as popularity and this consumption. Is, this I've, is definitely my go-to. I've seen a lot of people drinking Yingling. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to a diaper party earlier today, and there was a lot of people drinking Yingling. And I, I drank the Bud Light just because it was in the bottle with the lid, and Old I like school. a lid. Well, yeah. you could well, never... that or you, you Ultra, could... and I didn't want... Ultra's everywhere. I'm getting so sick of it. But oh. that's kind of taking the place of it, the you, Yingling. Yeah, you couldn't ever get Yingling in Texas before September last year, so, um, you know, now it's... It's, it's getting pretty popular. Where did it originate? Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Okay, so it's Some a North it Texas is, beer. It is the oldest brewery in the United States. Okay, that makes sense. I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, uh, seeing it as, as prevalent as I have, you would think that it was a Texas beer. Because generally, Texans drink Texas beer. Especially is, as a trend. It is definitely not a Texas beer. Does it taste Texas-y? Is it is it an homage or is it is it just a good no, beer? It's just a good beer. I mean, I even like the lager. There's also a golden pilsner that they make that's really good. So yeah, it, I'm I'm glad they're finally here in Texas. So I have to bring this up before we get started into our topics. Adrian made the best wings I'd ever <laughs> tasted in my life. Really, Super Bowl Sunday. So I just got to brag on Adrian for a minute because they were amazing. I told you, bro, chicken is my specialty, and I love making wings. And with it being the Super Bowl, uh, that that had to be number one on my list of stuff to make for y'all for y'all coming over. So I uh, had to get down on the grill. Not only were the so, wings amazing, the pulled pork was great. Yeah. The poppers were amazing. I had a great time. It was yeah, a good I'm, Super Bowl. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed y'all's company. So it was a great game. It was. Great halftime show. I didn't like how it ended with all the penalties and yeah. I backed myself into a corner with the ending. <laughs> I uh, I made a bet, and because I, I was pretty confident in the Bengals, and not necessarily confident in the Bengals winning over the Rams, but just that the Bengals would come through, and made a bet. And this wager, uh, since I lost uh, my buddy, he gets two Chinese characters, hmm. and I have to get them tattooed. Where at? I get to choose the place. So, uh, depending on what it is, he said he's looking at like freedom chickens, like so, free chickens or chicken free. And he said that that, that looked cool. Um, okay, but you better make sure it actually says what it's supposed to say. No, no, no. He 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 wants it to say something ridiculous. Okay, that's the whole that's the whole point. I I was pretty confident and I felt good going into what the last. I mean, when when was the last score? I mean, when did the LA when did LA take over? Like the last two minutes? Uh, the Bengals took over with like a minute and something left. Yeah, but couldn't do anything with it. Well, they got to midfield, fourth and one. When it's Joe the Burrow gets pressured, he gets sacked. He tries to throw it out in the flats to to Samaj P Ryan. Couldn't make it happen. But on that play, they keep replaying it over and over again. Jalen Ramsey falls down, and Jamar Chase is wide open vertically down the field. Mm-hmm. He just needed like a, a, another split second, and he could have yeah. made that read and made the throw, and it would have been a totally different ending. The ending mm-hmm. I wanted, I wanted the Bengals to win, which I was wrong. But it's unfortunate that 
you know, like I picked the Rams to win by three, and that's exactly how it came out. But I, I towards the end, I was kind of rooting for the Bengals. Um, but it's unfortunate, like the refs, um, the refs in the NFL, man, they're so inconsistent, and that's what's so frustrating about watching these games because, you know, there was a lot of plays that they didn't throw penalties on, and then the last two minutes when the Bengals are are trying to make a comeback and. Or they're trying to hold the they're trying to hold the Rams from scoring. Yeah, it was, it was third and they, and they throw third and goal from like the ten yeah, or twelve. Yeah, and they and they throw a flag on a slight holding. slight hold. Yeah. I mean, was it a holding? Yes, absolutely. But they had let some similar plays like that go. Well, it was so ticky tack. I I didn't think it was a hold. I mean, he made a great play, knocked the ball down, yeah. and it would have been fourth and goal, and the outcome of the game would have would have been drastically different. But you know, oh, yeah. towards the end. The refs definitely dictated the outcome of that game. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, how are you get a, how are you get a, uh, not throw a flag on an offensive face mask that that one guy from the Bengals damn near toward Jalen Ramsey's head off. That one was really off. like bang bang. It was real fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the refs caught it in in live time. I think you know all of us saw it afterwards mm-hmm. in the replay and it was blatant. But yeah, when it's when you're officiating, you know, during the game and the the speed of the game so fast i don't i think that contributed to why they didn't call it yeah and i guess i can't talk shit because i mean i've never obviously refed in an nfl game so i i don't know what those guys go through um you know but i but don't you feel like because the the super bowl was in la the rams were the home team they had such a spectacular halftime show don't you think that they really deep down wanted to do whatever it took to, oh yeah that's that's so the, way, the rams would that's come the out way you felt that's what mm. I, I think that's the way a lot to make of it all felt. perfect i think that's the way a lot of people felt it's all about money right i mean the nfl is a business it's a big business so did you see the the fact that two home teams won the last two super bowls is sus, sus. <laughs> to, say the, <laughs> to say the least to say the least did you see the um the parade afterwards this week um, I saw little clips of it. Like I saw Aaron, Aaron Donald with his shirt off, getting drunk. And yeah, Matthew most of Stafford the most of drunk. the clips you see, this chick that fell off the stage and broke her spine. Yeah, I heard about that, and th- and it kind of <laughs> so made me Stafford, mad because I was and Stafford just I didn't do anything about dissed. it. <laughs> well, I was I was at work this morning, and I was listening to um, a radio show, and they were talking about that incident, and I can't I don't remember the name of the radio show and. and one of but one of the DJs was saying, "Oh, I understand why Matthew Stafford didn't help him because you know you're liable if somebody has injuries and you and you help them and stuff like that." And I'm thinking in my head, "No, you, no, you're not. <laughs> right? Like every every state in the U.S. has good Samaritan laws. So I mean, um, if he would have helped her, I don't think she would have been suing him for any." injuries she sustained from falling off the stage but i mean that's just what i was thinking in my head i I haven't seen the video but i I have heard about the incident she's just backing up and she just missteps and she didn't know the the edge of the stage was there and she fell right on her back and as soon as she did it matthew stafford turned to his wife and was like you know and he was to and her he, and he was to go probably, take care of it. He was probably a little inebriated. Oh, which yeah, is probably definitely. why he he said, hey. I don't want to deal with this right now, yeah. He I don't blame the, him. He pointed to the sober person and said, hey, go, go help that person. <laughs> but you know? he should have just jumped down and <laughs> like to see if she was okay at least. 
You would think in general, just as a nice person, someone falls and you're like, oh. Yeah. Right. Do I kind of lunge after somebody. her and, and pretend that you, you know, were trying to catch her, but you knew you couldn't, but I wouldn't at go least, that far. at <laughs> least put forth the effort because you're on TV. Yeah. I mean, everyone's going to so see. So somebody falls down at the mall or something as you're walking down, you'll just be like, Oh no. Yeah. Just, just at to, least do that to, for the optics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people are coming, coming after him for that. And it's just kind of fucked up, but Hey man, there were more fans that greeted the Bengals after they came back than there were fans at the Rams actual Super Bowl parade, which was because let me tell you this. This, this let LA me does you. not have football fans. LA, LA to me is not a sports city. No, it's not. You go to any you, you watch USC when they play on Saturdays, there's hardly anyone in the stands. LA is not a sports city. It's a fucking Hollywood fucking city. And that's how it's always that's been. That's all it is, yeah. You know? Um, there were hardly anybody at that parade. It was They're terrible. all fucking bandwagoners. Oh, man. yeah. And Barstool was, was interviewing fans outside the stadium before the game that. and during the game. And none of the fans that they interviewed could, could name a player, could really verbalize why they wanted the Rams to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. It was that. crazy. I saw that. That's so bizarre. <laughs> but yeah, it's I've I've never believed that LA's been a a sports And I hate town. that the Rams are there and the Chargers are there now. It sucks. Considering how large cuz I mean LA is what like the second largest city in the US after New York. I think the greater Los Angeles area has over 10 million people. Okay, so so yeah, it's right up there with NYC Chicago, you know. So It's not a football that, city. Yeah, they have no. way more other things to focus their sights on and and to do on a Sunday night or a Sunday during the day or Saturday night, like yeah. Sorry, the Greater Los Angeles area is eighteen point seven million people. That's that's a, that's a lot of people. That's that's crazy. a lot of people to not. You would have. think that they would have their stadiums packed every single weekend during football season, but they're just not football knowledgeable football fans. Terrible no. fans. No. Well, they're from California. Exactly. <laughs> they don't care as much about football as we do. Let me rephrase. What I mean by here. that is that I don't know many people from California. I've been I've been twice. I've been to San Diego a couple of times. It was nice. People were generally nice, except I had a horrible... Th- okay, so we went to San Diego, and it was my first time to ever go to Dick's. Have you all ever been to Dick's Bar? Yeah, yeah. Or I've Dick's been Restaurant? Vegas, yeah. And I was really excited about it, because I was like, hey, this is, this is a great concept, really cool. We go... And our waitress is pregnant, and so that just automatically not to I mean not to be biased or rude or anything, but that just automatically threw me off. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh my gosh! Like, I don't really want to be like rude back to you, like, as you're pregnant and you're visibly like very pregnant, and you're having to work and walk around and stuff like that. Well, then, bless her heart, she falls. Like ten minutes after being our waitress. Wow. And she falls, and the ambulance comes, and this is like old town. Did you lunge and at least like oh, simulate help? I had been drinking a lot. Um, <laughs> and so that's why I was like super excited about going to Dick's. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm inebriated. I'm going to attack the person as he is attacking me um, verbally. But no, uh, and then the ambulance came, and it just it kind of threw off the whole vibe, obviously, because then we yeah. were worried about her because we're from Texas, and we do actually we- genuinely care. Mm-hmm. Most of us. Only some of us want to fake the lunge. Yeah. I feel like people from the South, Midwest, genuinely care about others for the most part. We're definitely more hospitable. Yes. But Northern California is actually really nice. 
Southern California. Yes. Not so I, I mean, there are certain places I, I say I wouldn't go visit, but I'd like to go to the beach, you know, experience, you know, the California weather. But I wouldn't want to stay there very long. Yeah, I would say like the closer, like where my mom lives and the closer you get to like the California Oregon border, it's like really, really beautiful. If you're like an outdoorsy type mm-hmm. person, because you got all the mountains up there and there's a lot of outdoorsy stuff to the do, Pacific like hiking. Northwest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's beautiful up there. Beautiful. I'd love to visit in Oregon. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. I, yeah. I love it. Washington. I would love the, the I would scenery. never live there, but I, <laughs> but yeah. I love visiting there. I would love to see that, and I would also love to see the Northeast uh, during fall foliage. Okay. Like Massachusetts, yeah. Vermont area, maybe even like Savannah, Georgia, that side, when, when yes. everything starts mm-hmm. changing, because it's so beautiful during the summer. I've never driven like the coast, but they say doing that and like going the, the coast to, for, to Florida is just beautiful. Oh, yeah. New York. So out- much history, too, down yeah. on the East Coast. I mean, New York outside of awesome. the city, outside of New York City, is absolutely beautiful absolutely beautiful because my dad's taking me outside have you been to buffalo before i've never been to buffalo my dad took me outside of new york city we went to west nyack and that area is really really nice very beautiful lots of tall trees Mm -hmm. and it's just green and clean green mostly mostly year round right compared to the city yeah because the city is oh yeah disgusting disgusting. (laughs) nasty pissing urine it's a big trash can (laughs) fucking big ass rats running around hobos everywhere you know you know taking pizza down the street i saw a video of a rat going down the subway stairs (laughs) in new york and it was just it was huge it looked like um a cat and it like was a just, fucking dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was dragging along a, a huge piece of pizza. That's one thing <laughs> I want to try in New York is the pizza. I've heard the pizza is amazing there. Yeah. You got to go to like the grittier parts of New York, though. Because like most people, when they go to New York City for the first time, they, they mainly stay in Manhattan. But you've got to go to like Brooklyn, you know, uh, to get to get the best pizza. Don't get it in Manhattan because it's not going to be What about New good. Jersey? I haven't had pizza out of New Jersey. According yet. to El Presidente, the best pizza in the world is in New Haven, Connecticut. I don't know if that's true or not. Okay. But wouldn't wouldn't that be a job just to go around and, and try pizza every day? <laughs> yeah. And, and vlog about it. That dude has tried so many different places, and you know the the pizza pizza places that have high reviews, they get tons of business immediately right after. I would say the best pizza I've ever had was in Coney Island, Coney Island. Brooklyn. This, this is not a personal attack, but the worst pizza I ever had was here in town. At a place <laughs> that a lot of people like going to and think it's the... It, it's Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I thought there, one time in seventh grade, Little Caesars was better than the pizza that I had at this local place. That is just, it is just terrible. We'll have it to talk about disgusting. it later because there's one on my mind that is yeah. absolutely terrible. But I'll say this. It's a, it's a local business, and they do a lot of good, so I'm not about to bash who they are. Right. But they know who they are because they've had their own pizza, and they know it's shite. Shite. Trying to clean up. LaBella's? <laughs> no, I like LaBella's. I like their big – I don't like LaBella's. Pizza Planet? Pizza Planet's legit. Don't you? I'm, you gonna, get, I'm you, trying to you guess. Get, I, you said it's local. I'm going to say no to everything you say. He doesn't want to say Pizza Nomad? 
I've never had Pizza Nomad. You know what was good? We're turning into a pizza it used town, to be, damn it. It used to be 34th and Georgia, where the old Blockbuster was, just mm-hmm. north of it. Uh-huh. It was like... It, they had a couple in, um, in in New Mexico, and they had a green chili one added onto it, and it was like... In that little shopping center? Yeah, in that little shopping center. It used to be a pizza place. This has been like 2013, 14, oh, something like that. I, I wouldn't know. It I was great. It was, it was the best pizza in Amarillo. Really? Yeah. My they, favorite is Giovanni's here in town. I love Giovanni's. I think my favorite is definitely Pizza Planet. Oh, here, if we're talking about in town. Like, yeah, Pizza Planet, they've got good and quality five, pizza. And five, and 575. 575 is good. But Pizza Planet is like one of those places where you want to sit down, you want to have a beer with your pizza. Yeah. It's like bar I re- pizza. I know? refuse to get chain pizza. I refuse to get Pizza Hut, Domino's, Pizza Hut's Papa falling John's. off after a while. They, oh, they've, they're all, all three of those three, those top three, Domino's, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, they're fucking terrible. I refuse to order pizza from those places. I'll, I've I'll, never I'll ordered go, a pizza from local. Papa John's. I'll go local or I'll go get a crazy mike's frozen fucking pizza from walmart (laughs) throw that in my fucking oven it's gonna be better than fucking pizza hut well speaking of food i want you to give a shout out oh hood eats um my nephew's uh food truck they're actually they're actually down right now for some they've they've been having a little bit of small maintenance problems but they'll be back open on tuesday and they'll be back at their normal spot um, at the Atria Inn on uh, Paramount, um, I think they've added a couple new things to their their menu. Um, like I seen the other day, they had a new. Uh, I think it was called Hood Rice. Ooh, that so it's, great. it's basically another fried rice bowl. The pokey nachos were amazing. I can attest to that. Yeah. And we had the brisket and sticky rice, which was amazing yep. as well. Their chicken wings are are really good. Their uh, bulgogi. Bowls are really good. And it's Everything more like the Asian fusion. Yeah. And then you got like some Korean, st- like Korean inspired dishes in there too. Um, it's very, very good. It and is. I'm, I was I'm very proud, impressed. I'm, I'm proud of them for uh, making a name for themselves. And it didn't take them very long. So. Well, now uh, it's going to be your turn. You're going to have to uh, invest in a food truck and open up your own establishment. You know, one of these I've been, days. every time I drive by. Um, drive on buchanan street across from hodgetown there's a fucking food truck for sale for how Uh, much like 20 grand i i don't know the price i'm assuming it's probably around that that amount though um but it's like it's got a baseball theme on the outside ballpark something and it talks about hot dogs and brats well if they let you park that thing in that location it would make a killing especially oh yeah especially during the games yeah Without a doubt, yeah. Um, what would you have? I'm very curious. If like, I were to, would it be, to, would it be baseball I, themed? It would if I were to start my own food truck, I would try to bring something that Amarillo doesn't have, and that would be Caribbean food. Like I would bring like some Jamaican jerk chicken and jerk ribs, and some Jamaican. Would you patties. also do traditional Texas barbecue? Yeah, probably. Like I'd probably do something. Everybody loves brisket. Would you throw in some Asian you gotta cuisine? Have, you gotta have some brisket. Oh yeah, definitely. Gotta have some. But brisket. Asian cuisine? Would you mix that in? I don't know if I would do Asian. You could learn. I'd a have thing to. I'd have to do. Nephews, though. I'd have to do something that has to do with specific, specifically my culture, which is you gotcha. know, 
you know, Caribbean and Mexican, you know, Trinidadian and Mexican. Can't get roti in Amarillo. Um, obviously, you got to do tacos. Street tacos. Street tacos. Authentic ones. Um, yeah, you. I definitely have to do. Birria is really big right now, so I'd probably have to do something that has to do with birria. I have no maybe idea do, what that is. Maybe yeah, explain birria. What, maybe. what birria is. Birria is basically just like a. See, and I'm, honestly, I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I'm not even gonna because I can, I don't you know what I'm it is sure, when you taste it. But I'm not sure if it's beef or as pork. As far as the ingredients, because I I'm not even sure if it's beef or pork. I want to say it's beef. Is um, it a, it's what it's what's for dinner? Is it more of a is it a Caribbean dish? It's it's a stew like meat is basically what it's. What but it is, is it? It's Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Okay, Biria? Is it? Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm asking. It no, it's Mexican. It's Mexican. It's, it's, okay, it's, it's B or V, it, like with a B, with a B, B I R R I A. That's okay. really big. Birria tacos are are big. Basically, what most people do with it is, again, it's like it's it's like a stew meat. It's very, it's shredded stew meat. Basically, is what it is, and people will um, put it in tacos, smother it with cheese, and basically press it. And obviously, with stew meat, you you get all these juices, right? This greasy juice. And so, what they'll do is they'll put that juice on, say, like a a skillet, right? And they'll put the tortillas on there with the juice, and then put the meat in. Throw on all the cheese, and then press it. And then cook it that way. And then they'll keep the juice, the rest of the juice, as like an au jus sauce almost. And then you'll dip the taco in the juice oh, and yeah, eat it yeah. that way. And then and then some people, of course, add onion and cilantro Delicious. into the taco. That sounds really good. It depends good. on who's who's making it, honestly. Um, you know, they- That's really popular, though, right now. And so I, I would probably do something with birria. People are making a lot of birria ramen. Oh, nice. So I'd probably do like some birria ramen bowls or something. Yeah. So. I, I would be afraid if I had a food truck that I would want to do too much because I feel like a lot of food trucks sometimes they have eight or nine different things as opposed to focusing on like three or four really good ones and doing those well. There's eight or nine different things that are just kind of, eh, you know, six different people want six different things. And so you you don't really yeah. get the time to, to put into making quality. It's just more about well, mass quantity. Right. Mm-hmm. But so would you have would you have a large I would menu? keep the, I would keep the menu very simple. Because you have to also consider okay, is it just going to be me by myself or am I going to have people helping me? Because you've got it cuz like my nephews right now, you know, it's just it's just them two and one of their cousins, so it's only three people running and cooking in that food truck and I'm they don't definitely they don't have like a massive menu, but they do have a lot of items on their menu. And so some, one one of their, um, I would say their only downfall is that it does take a, a, a little long to get your food. It does. Um, but in the end, it's very worth it because of how delicious and good it is. So nobody complains about how long it takes to get your food because of how good it is once you actually get it. And then, of course, you know it's fresh. So Hey, all the best food's cooked with love. Exactly. And it takes time. Exactly. I would. Want I would you. say. I would say the longest I've waited for them is maybe fifteen twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. That's so. not bad. That's not bad. I would want you to have like a staple, and it be the hodge dog. 
Like, yeah. like the original Hodge Dog. And if it, if that's not fucking copyrighted, now it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna start using. Hey, that. some the, ballpark the themed Hodge items would Hodge be dog. would be pretty cool. Well, if I do ballpark themed stuff, like yeah, I would do like hot dogs, but I wouldn't do or make just it like seasonal. normal. I would you know I would not do no normal fucking hot dogs. I'm gonna have to do like hot dogs with a twist. Like oh, I'm yeah. gonna wrap them fucking wiener, wieners in bacon <laughs> or something. Well, or I'm gonna put something. the wiener. I'm gonna put the wiener inside of a fucking jalapeno or something like that. Like I'm creative gonna do, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do. Um, Make it the hodge dog. What I've always wanted to do is bring fucking concha burgers to 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 the people of Amarillo. You know, I can. Y'all tell know what conchas is, right? No, 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 no. The that Mexican sweet bread. Okay, right? I know what Mexican sweet bread is. Okay, hold on. Let me pull up a picture for y'all of a concha. Yes, but but they're called conchas, right? Okay, that's an alternate term for them. Yes. So these these are conchas. Y'all, y'all have seen those. Oh, definitely. Y'all have seen definitely. those. Okay, yeah. that's what I call them. So Panduce. people yeah. use those as hamburger buns. Oh wow! Never thought of that. Yeah, I would. I would fucking bring that to my food truck. I would do concha burgers. Hey, people love bizarre shit, and they love to try yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and anything excitement, in, anything in a burger form. Oh yeah, is is gonna sell. Oh yeah, it's gonna sell because we're like, oh yeah, I like exotic burgers. And it's you like, can no, even, man, we did, we went down to Market Street or you can do seasonal, and found you know, them. just do yeah. it during the baseball season and then do your different menu, you know, in the off season. Yeah, that would be cool. I could tell this is your passion, so I you, need to, you need to pursue it. Look into it at least. I look into it. You have the opportunity. Have you given any thought to like moving up? Eventually, in coaching and going to like Cap Rock or PD or Amarillo High or Tascosa or even smaller schools, like have you thought about that? Is coaching where you want to stay? Yeah, I think I want to stay within the district, within AISD, do the middle school gig for at least two to three more years, and then move up to the high school ranks. Um, depending where I want to go, I mean, I have some opportunities. I know people, different schools around town, so. You know, I'm just trying to build my resume, my experience, and then once my youngest son is is of age to go to high school, I'll probably jump up to high school. That's kind of my career path at this moment. Okay, see, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, eventually, I want to move up. I'd like to, for the kids to get a little bit older and everything like that, just before I feel like my life is completely engulfed in my career. Yeah, I feel like right now, you know, coaching middle school, we don't have to travel, so... I'm able to stay close to home more, and I feel like th- at this time I need to be be able to be accessible to my family at this time. So eventually when they get older, I'll be able to dedicate myself a little bit more and coach more sports, which high school will provide that, and I'll be able to travel. You know, there's a lot more traveling that's involved with high school, so it's kind of the, uh, the direction I eventually want to go. Well, and it's crazy to think that, you know, what seven years? How, your your youngest is fifth grade. My my youngest son is in fifth grade. Yes, my daughter's in third grade. Daughter's in third grade. I was just thinking, you know, and my oldest is in seventh. Seven years from now, you know, they'll they'll almost be pretty much all out of the house. Yeah, man, that's be crazy. That's to crazy think. to think about. Seven years. Yeah, Time, and, and, and I'll be like fly. forty years old. Yeah, <laughs> fairly young, right, dude? I'm telling you, forty <laughs> years old. I I turned forty in five years, and I've got another eighteen years with these children. They're 40, lovely. They're lo- lovely 30. children. It is. Yeah, I, I do feel the older that we're getting, the more my perception of people in their thirties and forties change. And I'm I, I'm I'm banking that. I agree with that. I'm banking that on being that my perception when I was younger was just completely off. You know, 
But at the same time, I feel like I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm 35. A lot of the time. I yeah. don't. I don't feel like I'm 35. I'd like to be a lot further in my career as far as coaching at my age, being almost 34. But I eventually still want to chase the dreams that I once had, which is the coaching college one day. Yeah. At the Division One level. So I just have to work my way up. Um, it'll be later in life, but it'll be worth it. But if you can start really, really, really trying to move up and everything, and do you can do that in 10 years, and then in 50, you're good to go. Yeah. You know? Do that for a few I got more to meet, years and then retire. You, you'll be – I don't know if you'll be excited about this, but I – I got to meet the entire Texas Tech coaching staff oh, nice. on Wednesday. They came to the Marriott Hotel on Polk Street, uh-huh. and they did a little free clinic for us. Had pizza and beer. A and free clinic and pizza yeah, and beer? Yeah, that's the first time they've ever done that here in Amarillo, and it was pretty cool. Got was it to, just for AISD? Got to meet or was it, it was for regional? all area coaches okay. that wanted to attend. That's pretty cool. Good turnout. Yeah, I it was imagine. a good turnout. I mean, big, big turnout. The mayor was there. Oh, nice. Okay. All the, the sports broadcasters were there from the news uh, channels, and it you was know, pretty cool. It's good to see that Amarillo does a lot with Texas Tech. You know, I know we have WT right next with, with Canyon and everything, but, you know, we have the Texas Tech Health Sciences Center. I think we have that vet center that's either up now or eventually coming in. I can't. I honestly have no idea what it is. Aren't there now education classes available here if you want to get into the teaching field they have opportunities for that aisd kind of does like a i think it's one two three teach or one two teach something like that but yeah i I we we partner with them uh and and provide a faster pathway to becoming a teacher and and that's good that we have that with amtech but i think you know really capitalizing on the teacher shortage that we have and and growing our own teachers within AISD and having them go through our schools and see how that school system works and then coming and working for it i think it's just it's a good it's a good relationship to have you know it's a good way to foster mm. our own teachers i think it's great yeah i like the the amtech structure of where they can provide different avenues for kids have you been there i've been there when they were going through the construction process but i haven't been there since it was completed I heard it's really nice. It's nice. And there's a lot of really cool classrooms. I mean, you go in and it's it's how you would imagine a classroom being, you know, uh, there. I mean, there's like they've got business classes and finance classes and they've got a ticker uh, that goes through all the stocks and they've got a gaming classes for like online gaming competitions and esports. Oh, nice. And they've got, I mean, the, the, the kids are set up with great gaming computers, great monitors. So they're set up for success in everything that they're doing there. And so I... It, it's cost a lot of money. I'll admit that, especially as a taxpayer. But I think it's I think it's paying off dividends and will pay off dividends. Oh yeah, we need that in our community for our kids. I'm excited about gives them options. I'm excited about our kids going. Yeah, that's gonna you know once they get up there, it's gonna be so refined, and they'll probably have more uh, more classes to take, more opportunities, more career paths that you can choose. Yeah, I mean, for two years from now, it's gonna look completely different. Because they'll get a lot of kinks out. And there's a lot of good leader, people in leadership there. There's a lot of good teachers that are there. It's it's kind of cool. I like that it's, it's really it's cool. not out, way out north of town. It's kind of centralized. Kind of like where ACAL was. You're glad mm-hmm. it's not ACAL? I'm glad it's not way out there. It's yeah. more accessible for all the kids from every community in town to access and reach. And the district has done a good job of busing. Like you, there's no problem getting there. You just You're already at campus, and it will take you there and then bring you back. Perfect. Because I'm sure if they had something like that back when we were all in school, Adrian could have taken some culinary classes, and by the time she was ready to graduate, she would have already known what it took to run a, run her own business and 
prepare our own food truck. Well, and then just also yeah, be yeah. exposed to culinary schools. And, hey, here's scholarships for culinary schools. And literally just people that their job is to get you through that. It's it's cool. That's just the only word for it. It's exciting. All I right. like the gaming stuff. Yeah. I, I wasn't aware of that. Esports is – I'm honestly surprised esports has not been bigger in Amarillo in general. Like I know we have – I think it's the Vault – Right mm-hmm. over here in the shopping center, over off of uh, Hillside and Bell, and 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 that seems to be pretty packed. But I'm just surprised we don't have. I hear more about like Magic the Gathering tournaments than I do about esports tournaments. They even had um, a lock in not too long ago, and our our daughter went and stayed most of the night there. Hell so yeah. that's pretty cool. At the vault, yeah, at the vault. That's cool. The high schools have like their own teams, or how does that work? I think it's just Amtech that has a team. Okay. You know, I think uh, Amarillo College also has some esports. I feel like they were in the news recently for, for performing somewhere. Not performing, but competing somewhere, and they've been doing really well. I've never really been into video games very much, but I know my boys are, and, you know, James says I'm willing that, to support as he has anything that they want. A Nintendo do. Switch, a Nintendo Switch. You know what's crazy? He bought do, that Nintendo do I Switch. Play from, it? Hang, on, hang on a second. He bought that Nintendo Switch from you? Yeah. He bought that Nintendo 64 from for me. For my kids, yeah. Yeah. And then he's got a PlayStation 4. For my kids, yeah. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> what, a, a Xbox? No, I don't have an Xbox. Wii? Nope. Anything else? I've got a classic NES system. But it doesn't get played much. Like with the original games? It has all the programmed games built into it. Oh, yeah. I remember when those came out. Yeah. I want to get the Super Nintendo one. That's the game system I grew up playing a lot. Yeah. I want to get the Sega one. I just want to be, be cool. able to play. I I, I, I texted Adrian, uh, what was it, last week and asked her about the Switch. and she or the. I was like, bro, I saw this shit all the time. I James. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about getting another one, though. I want one. I didn't know that you could pay for access to a lot of the old NES games and SNES yeah. games. Yeah, if you download, there's um, a thing that you download that you can access all the NES and Super NES games. Or if not all those. of them, like a lot of them. I think there's even Nintendo 64 games uh, that you can access. I want to say there was like maybe 30 games wow. for both that you could access. But yeah, I, I kind of miss it. Now that I've already done sold it to James, I kind of miss it now, and so now I'm thinking about getting another one. But I want to, I want to get the OLED um, version. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm still kind of torn with the whole. You take it with you, and it has a screen on it, and then you dock it. I would always I would be constantly worried about taking it off and taking it with me because I'd break it. Yeah, and, and do you have to have like I've, I've Wi-Fi? Is it Wi-Fi enabled? Like, how does that work? Well, it can connect to Wi-Fi. And, I mean, most of the Switch games, you don't necessarily need Wi-Fi unless you want to play, like, multiplayer online type stuff. You know? um, But a lot of the games, like the Zelda games and Mario games, are just downloaded onto it. Right, right. And, um, like, I I only connected to Wi-Fi if I was playing online type games, like... Oh, what's that one game called? I think it's called, like, Jukebox or something like that. It's kind of a game where... Uh, it's kind of like um, Cards Against Humanity. Okay. But it's like an online-type deal on the Switch, and you actually play... You you, could, you don't have to play with the controllers of the Switch. You can actually play on your phone, um, and it basically 
ask a question and everybody puts their responses and then everybody um put, uh votes for what the funniest response is okay that's and whoever cool. whoever gets the funniest response wins so it's kind of like cards against humanity a little bit okay that's cool i uh, i also looked at an oculus quest too i think it's i think it was the oculus quest too um just because I thought it was, I mean, I've never had VR or a VR set or anything like that. I've never even, like, played on one. I, I haven't either. I, but every single video I've seen is, is, is it looks badass. Some of the games yeah. are really cool. I'm finding that the number of games that I would actually, like, want to play over and over and over again. Like, I'd like to play Spider-Man, but not over and over and over again. Right. We're talking about Oculus Quest. Uh, you know the okay. headset VR. Yeah, my and son I'm, has I'm, one of those, but he has it at his mom's house. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I wouldn't mind seeing what the metaverse is about. Facebook talks it up. Mark Zuckerberg's all about it. I've seen some clips of people like just doing stupid stuff in the metaverse and talking to people. So it's uh, like a virtual it reality fun. type. It is, yeah, it's a virtual reality yeah. environment. Yeah, where you can have a meeting with the person. It's just it's just in virtual reality. So it's all through the headset. All through the headset. Wow. Yeah, but then there's also games that come with it and everything like that. Like there's a Star Wars type game. Uh, there's a rock climbing game. I think there's shooter games involved, and I thought that would be that would be pretty cool. And it's three hundred bucks. Yeah. Are the graphics though as good as a regular console, or are they kind of sketch? I I've doubt. never I've never played it, so I I can't say. I would imagine they would be a little bit worse. Right. Yeah. I've always big been big on uh, graphics. Yeah, same. Um, I've never, I've, uh, I've never played any kind of VR stuff though, so I've never. I mean, I've always been an Xbox owner, um, and I know when I had my Samsung Galaxy, I know they used to have VR stuff, and I know PlayStation has some VR stuff, but I've never messed with it, so I can't really talk about it honestly. And honestly, I've never really been interested in it. Yeah. I've never been interested in, in trying I feel like it. I would get a headache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Adrian, though. I've never really played it, so I, I don't know how it would be. I, I like the concept, though. I like the idea of, of having your controllers in your hands and being able to really kind of manipulate things and having it in the full real-world 360-degree view. I like that concept. I just I don't know. I wonder how realistic it is with the movements and things like that. Like, does it really like how much make of a delay there like is? You're there. Yeah, is there a delay? How accurate is it? It can't. It can't. I, I will, it can't be as successful as it is with that being a huge disappointment in playing. Because right. I mean, a it's lot of people swear good. by it. Yeah. Microsoft really killed it with the Connect. In a good way or bad way. In a in a in a good way. They had a very good concept with the Connect, and I don't know why it didn't thrive. Because when it first came out, which was like 2010, 2011, I was in love with that shit. I love the Connect. Um, but I think it it might have had like maybe too many bugs, because like certain there were certain games with the Connect um, that were really awesome like dance central did y'all ever play dance central yeah. on, on connect that shit was yeah. amazing i used to love that it was shit. like dance dance revolution better because better. It, it 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 tracked your motion so like you actually had a so you had an avatar that moved as you moved right like, Let's and so dance. 
Yeah, yes. but better, way better graphics, way better graphics. Um, so the avatar would move, and you had to move and match their moves, mm-hmm. right? With yeah. the connect, and um, that's like it that was Let's awesome. Dance game that I bought from you for the kids, right? It's just like Just Dance, but with way, way, way better. But graphics. better. Did okay, you not? Gotcha. She said that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, hey, this this is all like so, you know, foreign to me because I'm not. A video game expert by any means outside of ncaa outside of ncaa and, and if that comes out you know next year i think in the summer it's supposed to i'll buy a playstation 5 just for that game if you can yeah. find a playstation if 5. i can find one you by still then. you still can't even find a new xbox series x every once and in if a while, you do it's like a thousand dollars they want a thousand dollars for it and i'm like yeah that's what i was gonna say every once in a while i see one on facebook marketplace or like on craigslist or something and it's when are they going to start mass think, producing I, them again? I think the cheapest one I've seen online was eight fifty for an Xbox Series X. I think they're making them as fast as they can, considering chip shortages, cost of it all. I just can't understand why you would buy a disc one versus a discless. I'm There's, good. With, I'm good with my Xbox One. It still works just fine. Yeah, I've got an Xbox One. Or Xbox X or whatever it is. I can't I, remember. I, There's I so many damn variations of Xbox that I honestly don't know which one it is. I do need some more storage, though, because I only have 500 gigs, so I need to get another 500 gigs. When's the last time you played it? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I played uh, GTA Five. I still enjoy playing that game, too. It's still the best. I end up doing nothing but either trying to see if I can get it's, five stars and get away, or four stars and get away, or yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do like a like a jump, like a badass landing or something. It's crazy, because <laughs> that game came out in 2013, Yeah, and it's still so fucking good. Yeah. I mean, it's... I love it. I, love I all can't the, wait till the next one comes out. I love all the mods that you can do when you play on a uh, computer. Like when you play computer and you're not specific to like Xbox or, or PlayStation, you play it from the computer game. Uh, and there's a ton of mods that people put in where you can play as like Iron Man, you can play as Superman, you can play as like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just just guys that are just geniuses that can code out the wazoo and they just basically remake a, a kind of in a way a new game. Did y'all see the weather for this week? No. Is it going to be terrible? Yeah. Mid, just, mid, midweek it's, like it's been well, the past month. Yeah, so you know how we always have that time a year, and usually it's in like March or April, where there's like 40 degrees between one day and another. Mm. Like one day it's 80 degrees, and the next day it's 40 degrees. Well, this week, uh, I can't remember exactly which day it is. I feel like it's maybe Wednesday. I think the high Wednesday is like 75, and the low Thursday is 4. Four on Thursday? Yeah. We're supposed to have our first like track meet practice track meet that day so. it's gonna be terrible the low yeah i think the high on thursday is gonna be like 32 but that's when the cold front really comes in and so thursday night it's supposed to get down to like four degrees and the day before it'll be in the high 70s that's like insane, a 70 man. degree difference is don't you just huge. love living in the panhandle i do man. i love this inconsistency of, of what i kind of yeah, like it too wednesday thursday and friday are gonna be pretty cold next week so wednesday is a high of 33 with a low of five what's tuesday's high uh, Tuesday's high is 50 with the low of 17. Today, all the way up until Tuesday, is supposed to be pretty windy. Um, Thursday's a high of 38 with the low of 10, and then Friday's a high of 41 with the low of 8. Yeah, pray for us out here in Texas, y'all. We, 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 
There's nothing wrong. We just don't know what the fuck to wear. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> you know, and, and usually it's that time of year where you can wear shorts and like a sweater or shorts and a hoodie or yep. something. And, like and I have be, on now. Yeah, and be good and be good for at least two months. You know, it's never going to get above like 80, so you're never going to be too hot. And it's never going to get below like 20 or 30, so you're never going to be too cold. But this this 70 and then 4 and then 80 and then... <laughs> Single digits. It's Yeah, and, and still no snow. No rain. Yeah. Just I was disappointed Wednesday when we were supposed to have snow and we didn't have hardly anything. It was a... It was like we got what, a little... Flurries? I feel like, yeah. It was like flurries. I drove to school and there were flurries. And that was it. Nothing I, stayed. I just want to shout out right quick to Old Navy because while we're talking about the weather, I bought these joggers the other day, and they're fucking nice. Old Navy's always got some good stuff, and especially jeans. That's where I used to go buy my jeans from. Yeah, jeans are nice, but these joggers, these like they're like tech joggers. Oh, they're comfortable. Fucking comfortable as shit. And they're warm. You can work out in them. You just wear them. Go play. I could probably day. go play, play golf in these. Yeah, you could play you golf. Could, you could do anything you wanted. All kinds to of these. activities. And where'd you get them? I got them at Old Navy. See, I got a pair of joggers from Sam's. Sam's they're, they're, they're called joggers. Too, yeah. Just pants yeah. or sweats, and they're just a little bit like tighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really comfortable. See, I was thinking about buying those bird dogs, but they're like fucking a hundred bucks. I was oh, like, they're expensive. I was like, fuck that. I'm not paying no hundred dollars. I paid forty dollars for these at Old Navy. It's and not they're, bad. And they're just as nice. So. Yeah, I feel like Sam's always has the best deals on clothes. I don't. Do you have to have a Sam's membership to shop at Sam's? Yeah. Yes. Sometimes you can go in and ask for a temporary or a day pass. And they may let you. Oh, I didn't know but, that. Yeah. How much? How much does it cost? Thirty-five bucks. Like a month for a year. No, for a year. For the whole year. Yeah. Here's okay. the thing, though. That's Here's not bad. check this. So we pay for the business membership, the plus membership. It's a hundred bucks a year. We get two percent cash back by all of our gas there. Uh, we end up usually helping. Like someone wants to buy a TV, and we convince them. Anyway, we get two percent cash back on all of our purchases at Sam's. And we end up getting paid to shop there because we get more than $100 back every year. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So when do they disperse that Oh, We cash? usually get it in June. In June. Yeah, and, and you can take it out as cash. You can put it towards a purchase. Do they put it on a card usually? or No. It just, they can. Yeah. It's just, I mean, we do every, all the shopping we do is, is online. So. I've always wanted to get a Sam's Club membership, but my whole deal is I live by myself. So there's no reason for me to buy anything in bulk. Yeah, but they have other things besides besides electro uh, besides grocery in bulk. They have other things that I may be. They have furniture too. They have furniture. They've got appliances. Good clothes. God, we're old talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about your Sam's membership. It's worth it. We get the cash back. Well, I mean, if it's only thirty-five bucks for a year, then yeah, because I was thinking it was like. A lot more than that. And so, the gas is usually the cheapest in town. Yeah. See, I would probably yeah. do it just for that. But I also I have my Valero card, which is a rewards in itself. Mm. So Sam's Club is not Valero. So That's true. All right, so let's transition into our weekly Far Out segment. We've been doing this for the last few episodes. Had some good conversation. 
about some bizarre topics. So this week, here it is. Is it possible to meet your alternate self in a parallel universe? And would you want to? How do I get to the parallel universe? That's up to your interpretation. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't want to. Why not? I, I think that I would either be really disappointed or I'd be really envious. Like I'm Good either going to see myself as a piece of shit <laughs> or I'm going to see myself as really successful. Or if I see myself and I'm just doing the same thing I'm doing right now, it's going to be like, well, did I really go anywhere? Was this, was this really worth it? So Estella, what about you? Since we have our special guest, this is Estella Fairchild wife of our great founder all right so if you could meet yourself yeah. in a parallel universe mm-hmm. would you yeah why tell us because i would want to correct my behavior or something you know i'm like you need to calm the fuck down <laughs> good hey, that's, that's, that's a good point <laughs> what if okay so what good if you insight. see yourself and you're like this star i want to see I want to see myself so I can tell myself, like, I want to see myself the way other people see me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like saying, I really, I really want to know what they're really thinking about me. Like, if you could hear everybody's thoughts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you, you also want to be able to, like, see your parallel universe person like you, but you also want to read their thoughts. Well, not not like really read someone's thoughts. I just more like, I want to know what people really think about me. Like, you know what I mean? So I can correct it. Like, Oh damn, she's acting, she's acting too extra. I need to, you know, like, Oh my gosh. Oh my, she's, she's right. Um, she thinks she's better than her, better than everyone else. Like I need to be more humble or something. Cause sometimes, I mean, I'm not trying to be negative about myself, but most <laughs> time people think the worst about themselves. You know what I mean? You just think, I don't know. That's that, why you feel you got to set yourself straight. Yeah, exactly. I get you. No matter no matter what position you're in, when you see your your parallel universe self, you're like, you just need to be put in your place. Adrian, quit trying to rub my leg. My bad. <laughs> does that does that make sense? I think it makes total sense. I think that's the most honest answer. Like, like I want to go. I want to tell myself like, you're not better than anybody else which i mean i could tell myself that now but you know what i mean i really i want to hear myself like i want to hear myself talk to myself like you get what i'm saying yeah what would you do though so you see yourself in your parallel universe and then she sees you and as you're going to tell her to check herself she tells you to check yourself which one's right i don't know is she right because do do you need to check yourself is that what you're saying yeah i need to check check myself before Mm -hmm. you wreck yourself Mm -hmm. is that why you got that wine i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) That is a Stella Fairchild. That was interesting. I get what she's saying. But what if you were wildly successful in the parallel universe? What what would you want to know from that version of yourself? Depends on the wildly successful. Like are we talking Jeff Bezos wildly successful? Bill Gates successful. Bill Gates successful. Um I don't know, man. I, I don't think I would want to be that successful that just that just seems his life seems exhausting <laughs> you know i mean i we have we we all have those 10 12 hour days and you're just like done like and he has those i'm sure all the all the time but he's got money and when you have a lot of money you have less worries 
You know and I don't, I don't care mo, what anyone mo wants money, to say. Mo money, mo problems. Right. But That's when, when people say that, it's people that have never been just dirt poor before. Because I feel like if you have money, you have less problems. You have less issues that arise. You're able to take care of more things. Or you have more life, issues. Sustain life more. You know. The more you have, the more issues you're going to have. What about you, Adrian? First of all, there's only one me. Alright. But if I did meet another me, we would probably not like each other because that's just how I am as a person is I'm like like an alpha. Right? And so that means that my other my other person in another universe is also gonna be an alpha. So that means we're both gonna like try to compete with each other and I'm petty, so that means she's gonna be petty. And we're both going to be petty towards each other. So probably no. I would not want to meet my other person because there's going to be a lot of drama. So you we think. Fight. You, I was about to say, you think you're going to kick yourselves ass. Like you're going to kick your kick your own ass. <laughs> yeah. So Adrian, are you your own worst enemy? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win? Uh, Me. Okay. So me. What if, what if. What what would the okay? So you find your new alternate universe, you. What, well, I don't know. What's her job? Because my other alternate universe me might be as strong as me. So I don't know, man. What if the alternate universe you has a very successful food truck? Do you just kill the other you and take over? I'm their gonna life? be petty. I'm gonna be petty. Yeah, I'm gonna be jealous. So you take out this long plot to kill yourself. Yeah. And then take over the food truck. Yeah. If my other person is just like me, then I don't know if we'd get along or not. So you don't get along with very many individuals like yourself? People that are people that are like you. I don't get along with a lot of females. Just in general. In general. Okay. Um I mean, all my all my friends, all my closest friends are all males. How does that work out if you're gay though? What do you mean? You don't get along with females. Otherwise, like, you're just not about that drama. I'm not. That I'm makes not sense. about drama. I'm not about gossip. I'm not about the tea, or as they call it, whatever the fuck. I have never heard that phrase. The tea? Yeah, that's what it's called now. Gossip is called the tea. Gossip? What? How, what? The tea. What does the tea stand for? I don't know. The t- <laughs> James, do you ever hear this? Have you heard that gossip is now called the tea? Yes. yes. How? How? I, okay. How? How do we? How does gossip, which I feel like the term gossip has been around a long time, how does gossip turn to the T? It's just a slang term for gossip, or are you baffled by that new term or what? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Estella, I need you to explain something to me. What? Explain to me how gossip became the T. I think through social media. What do you mean gossip became the T? Like how did how did the what term you- how did the term the T? Oh, Be- like come tea because th- it's common sense. Because when you go, don't hang- tell me it's common sense Sorry. because I don't understand it. Because <laughs> when you go chill with the girls, uh-huh. what do you do? You you drink tea and you have you have your finger up and you drink your tea. So, girl, come on, let's go. We're gonna go have tea and we're gonna go talk about tea. Okay, gossip that tea. that that makes sense. So now it's. Girl, spill the tea, because you're going to spill the tea. Mm-hmm. Get it? Mm-hmm. Well, it used to be called spill the beans. 
because it was they or did it over shoot coffee. The shit. Shoot the shit. Spill the beans. Because you did it over. I would, did that term come from drinking coffee? I don't know on that one. But now it's called the tea. God so damn. Adrian is trying to explain to me because James walked into this. Adrian Adrian is explaining how much she dis how much she just does not do the tea. She doesn't do that, and Gossip. so that's why Adrian feels if she sees her parallel, they're gonna fight. Gonna fight, based off of decisions that you've made or they've made. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be some is is drama. is my is my other universe me gonna be like me? No, just like me, Not personality just, wise. No. Couldn't be. Doesn't have to be. There's an infinite number of possibilities. The you Well, if she's like me, then we not gonna fucking get along. I'm gonna tell you that. Cause there's only well, one. Well she's gonna me. look like Cause you. there's only one fucking me. <laughs> she's gonna look like you, but she's not necessarily gonna be into the same things you're into or look you know, dress the way that you do. I think either way I'm gonna fight her. She may be a Cowboys fan. Uh, either way, I'm gonna fight her. Th- then you're really whether gonna throw she's, hands. Whether what she's if, like me or not like me, I'm probably gonna fight her. What if because she, if she's not like me, I'm going to want her to be like me. But then when she is like me, I'm going to not want her to be like me. What if the you that you see <laughs> is real like... What if the you that you see is real like the polar opposite of you? Then I'm going to fight her because I want she's her to not be gonna, like me. She's not going to want to fight. be like, bitch, fucking nut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I also I asked it. Adrian, what it. would she do <laughs> if her, her, her alternate personality uh, had a food truck? Would she just kill herself and then take over the food truck? Like established food truck. Hey, that's that's a good idea. So, James, what would it take you... <laughs> take it over. What would it take for you to take over your alternate personality? Or your alternate universe you? Well, and you can, bring, would, you, can bring your, you can bring Stella and the kids and all that stuff. So you're I, not leaving I would your have life to behind. be wildly successful or you know more successful than I am now, I would say, to, in order for me to want to take over that person's life, myself's life in another universe. Like you've got to have something that I want. You've got to be willing to to provide things that, that I can't provide or I can't provide anytime soon. So, yeah, I would have to murder myself, you know, especially, I mean, if I was a piece of crap, you know, homeless guy, nope. <laughs> Don't want any part of that. Or if I wasn't as successful as I am right now, right. no way. That would be my luck is that I would go to this parallel universe and I would see myself and I'd be like, wow, he's really successful. He's got like a living in like a million dollar home, this and that. And then I do this elaborate scheme and, and, I, and I kill my, my alternate universe self and I bring my family over and I find out that the guy has been like embezzling money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just go to jail. Money. Yeah, I go to jail for like 15 years or something like you that. You can't undo that. Yeah, that would, that would be the gamble. That would, that would be, be the gamble. Adrian's the only... I mean, that would work out for Adrian, though. Any any one of us would be able to... That would be the one way that we could, like, get away with murder in the alternate universe. I never thought of that. Off that's, yourself. That's, that's, that's a different perspective for sure, but it it's would a, make sense. It's a mind bender. It is. Of course, the only way we'd get there is alien technology. Do you think other <laughs> dimensions exist? Other parallel universes are there? Absolutely. Well, if it was in the last Spider-Man movie, it's got to fucking exist. Seriously. You saw the last Spider-Man movie. I didn't see it, no. I thought you did. No, I didn't see it. My kids saw it. I don't have any I don't have any desire to watch the superhero movies anymore. I'm just not into it, man. 
it's just a good movie overall. Are you? Into I heard good, it's. A are good you movie. into good movies? Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a shot. But didn't. But I don't have the uh, He's gonna the wait motivation to go watch Netflix. it. You're gonna wait till it comes out on Netflix in six years. It's coming out on Stars first. I'm just. Not. I got Stars. I'm it doesn't interest me. Y'all you know, need to get Stars as an adult. That way you can watch P Valley. What is Stars? Is a new streaming? No, stars, stars have been around for a while, man. It's stars mm. is like another like version of HBO. Like, yeah. it's another premium. And Showtime. Cable How channel. much is it? I pay like eight bucks a month for it. It's not bad. I, we got a good deal back in the day. Uh, we, I think we've had this for over a year now where we got Peacock and Showtime for like nine ninety nine a month. So we, we pay that. And we watch a few things on Showtime. Showtime's got good movies every once in a while. Peacock has got good stuff every once in a while. I mean, it, it's really got to interest me to want to watch anything. If it's horror, I love horror. I love true crime. I love, you know, sports movies. There's a couple of good horror movies coming Comedies out. Comedies aren't any good anymore, so yeah. So what it's are hard to find a good comedy. So what are y'all binging this week? I watched uh, a series called The Sinner. I binged that recently. Okay, is that I've seen the first season, I think, the one with Jess, Jessica Biel. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. So what is it about? The Sinner? It's kind of weird. The, the Sinner. The Sinner. The Sinner. Like, the season's... Um, very content. They're they're different storylines, but like they use the same actors or whatever. Yeah, I like the third season the best. I've only seen the first season and some of the second season. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one, and I watched um, yesterday. I watched a, a documentary over this guy who believes that his dad was the Zodiac killer. Hmm. Interesting. What was that called? It was called the danger, the most dangerous animal of them all. Huh. Okay, that's a little bit of a lame. <laughs> yeah. Title. He wrote a book and everything, but I don't want to give anything away. No, nah, give it away because I'm never going to see it. Adrian, are you? She's into that stuff. I don't know. Maybe. It was on Hulu. Yep, Hulu. Anyways, the guy has all of these. Uh, he was adopted. Once he figures out who his dad was, he, f- he digs up these old news articles of um, an incident where his dad fell in love with a 14-year-old girl, and he was 27. And he ends up kidnapping her, and they end up fleeing out of um, California and end up in New Orleans. There's just all these shit. coincidences that keep piling up that makes him believe that he was involved in the murders that took place, you know, in the late sixties into the early seventies involving hmm. the Zodiac. So it's, it's really interesting, but towards the end, they kind of start exposing the guy pretty much make it look like he's full of shit. So I was a little bit disappointed. There wasn't like a lot of merit to all of his research and his book is pretty much untrue. He hired um, this, this lady to help him write it. And she's totally dissatisfied with the book and, but he thinks his dad's the Zodiac. But there's, yeah. is there, I mean, is it compelling? Do it's you, compelling for a while, but then it start, they start to discredit the things that he found and start to poke holes in his story and things like that. So it's like not as believable. And it just made it seem like he was just trying to pretty get much it, gain clout. Get, it, get attention. Get attention, make money off the book. And the dude really was obsessed with trying to figure out 
if his dad was a Zodiac. Like, he went through, I think, three wives because he was, like, totally committed and focused on digging up things every single day and trying to put the, the pieces of the puzzle together to to force his reality into this story. He wanted it to be true so bad. And he ended up just destroying his life because of it, because of his obsession. Interesting. That's kind of depressing then. Yeah. Was he, I mean, was it like him it being interviewed and things mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, he, he was the focus, the focal point of the, um, was the it, documentary. Was it like self-produced or did like somebody else make it about him? Um, I think he had a hand in it, but I think it was produced mainly by someone else. Because there's a lot of other figures in the story that they interview quite a bit. And they discredit a lot of things that he said. So it doesn't make it seem like he would put this all together just to make himself look like he's full of shit. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. People do weird stuff from time to time. They do weird stuff for money. And maybe that's all this was. But it wasn't as good as it started out to be. It started out promising. Like it was was really interesting in it. A lot of things did add up. There's a lot of belief going on that, you know, these things could be reality, could be true. A lot of the characters, you know, that um, he was pursuing to gain this information are dead now. Yeah. Like his dad, his dad's best friend is now dead, who had a lot of information about his dad and insight to who he was as a person. He's long gone, so. And the Zodiac Killer wasn't like a prolific killer or anything. It was just... It has been so long since they, I mean, he, he, we didn't even know who his identity was until like two years ago or something like that, right? They've, they've claimed that they've cracked it and found out his identity, but the FBI hasn't come out with any official news on that. I think it's still an open case. Yeah, it's still an open case. Uh, The Zodiac killed, confirmed he killed like five or six people, but he claims he killed over 40. I think the Zodiac killer is fucking dead. So do I. I don't think he's alive. I think he's been deceased for a long time. They've had several suspects who they believed were the Zodiac, but they could never find the evidence to persecute any of them. So it's still an open case to this day. Wasn't there a theory that it was like a like a cop that was doing it at the time too? I haven't heard that theory. I may, I may just be making that up. I've heard of Arthur Lee Allen. He was a suspect. He was a really weird guy. And this guy that's portrayed in this um, documentary, his name is Earl Van Best. Earl that, Van Best, that's Earl a name. Earl Van Best, yeah. And his mugshot looks a lot like the the sketch that they did of the Zodiac back then. He had like an overlay of the the actual mugshot and the the sketch, and it, they do look a lot alike. A lot of times, those sketches aren't even that accurate. No, I've seen. I, I have seen like videos of police sketch artists doing it and everything like that. But I've, I've never like seen it live or anything like that, but that just seems hard. That seems hard to be able to, to describe the face, the facial features of somebody to an artist. And then the artist mimic that. Like how round were the eyes? No rounder eyes. Like that just, have that they, seems difficult. Have they ever given you any sketches working in the prison system? Like they can't solve this case and they want to know if any of you have recognized this inmate or no, I've never seen no sketches. I don't even know if, I don't even think police, law enforcement, I don't even think they still do sketches. I don't even think they do that anymore. I don't think anymore. they have to with all the digital media that's out there. Yeah, no, I don't even think they do that that stuff anymore. Because um, everyone's on camera. 
yeah, almost everywhere I mean, they you go. Get captured everywhere, <laughs> yeah. except for a bank. You want to make sure that nobody knows who the hell you are. Go rob a bank because I've never seen a clear bank picture <laughs> in my entire life. Monochromatic cameras and footage that people can't make out. Yeah, people are taking pictures of Karens and doing everything in the world with their iPhone sixes, even. But no, banks. Terrible pictures. Terrible cameras. Tootin' Totems have better cameras. <laughs> Tootin' Totems. <laughs> you can't get away with anything anymore. The first show, the latest show I start, I, I binged was um, The Righteous Gems, Gemstones on HBO Max. Is that the Adam Sandler movie? No, 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 no. It's a Danny McBride series. Oh, is that where he's it's, uh, a preacher? Preacher. Well, he, they're, they're televangelist family. And, oh, it's a family that's even better. Um <laughs> It kind of makes fun of like the Joel Osteens of the world, um, but I binge watched the first season and I'm caught up with the second season. I think every new episode comes out every Sunday. Is it um, funny? It's, it's fucking. It's fucking hilarious. If you like any other Danny McBride, anything. Oh, I love Eastbound and Down. Like if you like if you like Eastbound and Down, you're gonna love this show. It's, I need to check it out. It's fucking hilarious. What's it on again? It's on HBO Max. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start watching it. This is his third show with HBO, like HBO, right? Because he did Eastbound and Down. He was part of like the Principals one. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch any of that one. I watched like a couple of episodes, and it just wasn't, it just wasn't for me. And this is his, his third one. Yeah. I guess go where they're paying yeah. you. I love him as an actor. He's funny. It's great. Um, Do, have you John, finished it John, yet? John Goodman's in there. Yeah, I'm caught up with season two. So like. They they put out the new episodes every Sunday, so like the next episode of season two will come out on Sunday, and then I'll watch that. So, I, but I binge watched the first season so that I can get caught up because I heard a lot of people talking about it on Facebook and social media. So I was like, let me check it out, and I watched it and I fell in love with it. So, um, and then today I started Reacher, which so far is pretty good. I've only I'm only three episodes in. Um, but so far it's pretty good. I like the actor in Reacher. I like that guy. What's he was, his name? I, I couldn't tell you. But he was in Blue Mountain State. Did y'all ever watch Blue Mountain State? Yeah, I remember watching yeah, he a was few in Blue episodes Mountain State, of that. And he was hilarious <laughs> in Blue Mountain State. Yeah, man. he was like the goofy, jacked up jock. Yeah. Have you never dumb, watched Blue Mountain dumb, State, dumb, James? It was, it was a football show, but it was, it was funny, like a... Kind of like the replacements or something like that. Um, it was a college campus and quarterback. I can't remember if the quarterback just transfers there, goes there. No, I hadn't. It's just it. I've heard of it before. Yeah, I'm surprised you. It used it. to be on Spike TV. Yeah. Before Paramount Network was Paramount Network, it was Spike TV, mm-hmm. and so Blue Mountain State was on Spike TV. Gotcha. It's definitely worth the the, the binge because there's only like two or three seasons. So it wouldn't take long to get through. No, no. no there, I think each episode is probably only thirty. See, minutes my too. my thing is when when I dive into a new series, I don't want to spend like a month going through it and watching it. I want to get through it pretty quick. And if it's like the Game of Thrones or something like that, well, I'm shit, not gonna. Game of, yeah, I'm Game not of, gonna start it. Game of Thrones. It's too long. Game of Thrones. The. Uh, Took me like three weeks just to fucking get caught up on the new season. Of what? Of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Are you watching that too? 
No, I've I, I've already seen the whole series. We're um, we're watching it. Kalen hadn't watched any of it, and we just started season five. Have you last s- night. watched all of the? Yeah, I've seen it. Episodes I've seen it. before. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, the the last season sucked. The last season was terrible, but um, it's still a good show. I'm kind of surprised that she's wanted to watch it because she generally doesn't like grotesque and gross things and lots of killing and nudity and things like that that she doesn't really like that well the way the show is and how it has like seven different storylines going at the same time unless you watch it unless you watch an episode like every day or something like that you can forget what's going on like if you watch one character on episode two and you don't see him again for four or five episodes that's that's over a month without seeing them you might be like oh i forgot they were alive or what the hell were they doing why are they there it's just it's it's kind of an odd way to write a story, in terms of like an eight like a two month, showing. Yeah, it's, it's too weird. long for me. I don't I don't have any desire to watch a thousand episodes, and it gets confusing. Like you said, if you don't watch it for a while, you're not going to know what the hell's going on. All right. Well, we are running out of topics, and so we are going to let you go for tonight. As always, I'm Jared. I'm James. I'm Adrian. See you next week, episode seventy eight. Peace.